I'm Joe Bud from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 5th of May 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Start today with the EU membership questionnaire. As mentioned during last few weeks, Georgia applied for EU membership early in March, then received a lengthy questionnaire from the EU to fill in. The document consists of two parts. On Monday the 2nd, Georgia submitted the first part. Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili handed the document over to the EU ambassador to Georgia, Karl Hartzell. Now the country has until the 13th of May to submit the answers to the second part. European Commission will use the filled out questionnaires to make an assessment of Georgia's readiness for EU membership and will announce their conclusions in the EU summit, which will be held on the 24th and 25th of June. Prime Minister Kharabashvili tweeted that by submitting the first part of the questionnaire, Georgia has stepped into the main stage of the country's integration into the EU. Still on the topic of diplomatic relations, on Monday the 2nd, Georgia and the Czech Republic signed an agreement which serves to deepen relations in several fields, including trade, investment, transport, tourism, and agriculture. Here's a fun fact. Did you know that the Czech Republic is one of the top three investors in Georgia? Its investments in Georgia energy sector account for over 82 million U.S. dollars. That's, of course, via a Czech-registered company, EnergoPro, which is owned by a holding company, DK Holding Investments, SRO, and so it goes. On Tuesday the 3rd, the Ministries of Justice of Georgia and Armenia signed a joint declaration setting out the plans for future relations as part of the Georgian-Armenian Legal Forum. In order to strengthen the relations between the two countries, some of Georgia's projects will be introduced to Armenia, including Mobile Houses of Justice, a project that aims to make services of the public service halls available by delivering them to residents of remote villages. As part of the agreement, a mutual assistance program will be implemented, which serves to rehabilitate the penitentiary system of both countries. On Wednesday the 4th, the Nordic Finance Corporation, an international financial institution working on green transition, allocated 6.5 million euros to support Georgia's energy efficiency in mountain regions. According to the Ministry of Finance, 3 million euros will be given as a loan, while 2.6 million will be given as a grant. Project also serves to modernize energy efficiency in public buildings and support the overall energy transition of the country. On Thursday, the 5th of May, the Japanese government donated medical equipment to Tbilisi Central University Clinic worth 1.8 million US dollars. Donation was made through the Japan International Cooperation Agency, JICA. See what's going on with Misha's case. On Monday the 2nd, Misha Saakashvili's court hearing was rescheduled since he's not able to attend because of health conditions. His lawyer, Nika Gvaramia, told a judge that Misha felt weak and had difficulty moving. According to Gvaramia, Misha wasn't getting proper treatment. Later, the Minister of Justice, Rati Bregwadze, responded to Gvaramia's statement saying that Misha was receiving all the necessary medications and that he was also given the right to walk outside so he could enjoy the fresh air. EU Ambassador Karl Hartzell also said his say on Misha's case by stating that the government was responsible for his physical and mental health. Court hearing was rescheduled for the 20th of May. Last week on Friday the 29th, IDS Borjomi, one of the largest companies in the country, released a statement announcing its decision to temporarily suspend its operations. According to the statement, the Russo-Ukrainian war and the sanctions against Russia pose challenges to the company. As it turns out, 60% of IDS Borjomi is owned by Russian Alpha Group, and the sanctions have limited the access to bank accounts, preventing the company from receiving foreign exchange earnings. You probably already know, after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it's 
part of the financial sanctions, Russian banks were banned from a swift banking system and their international operations were restricted. On Wednesday the 4th, the employees of IDS Borjomi held a rally. They claimed that due to the termination of operations, the company is now offering them only half of their salaries as compensation. The employees demanded a meeting with the management of the company, as well as Prime Minister Karabashvili, to voice their concerns. Did you know that on the 3rd of May, it's World Press Freedom Day? Mark the day, Prime Minister Karabashvili congratulated journalists and media representatives. In his statement, Karabashvili said that Georgia is one of the leading countries in the region regarding media pluralism. EU Ambassador Carl Hartzell also gave a speech, according to him, even though there's media pluralism in the country, issues of media polarization and misinformation are still present. Speaking of which, according to the latest report, the World Press Freedom Index, Georgia ranks 89th among 180 countries, which is not great since last year it ranked 60th. The report high number of physical assaults on media representatives in the country 2021 as one of the key factors for such a drop in the ranks. The index describes the media landscape in Georgia as diverse, but at the same time heavily polarized. Want to know more? Check the show notes. Last week, Ilya State University released a statement saying that as of the next academic year, Ukrainian citizens in Georgia will be allowed to take civil engineering's whole course of studies in English for free. According to the statement, Ukrainian students enrolled in the program will be offered paid internships at various companies. Let's move on to some pandemic-related updates. Since daily confirmed cases of the virus are dropping, the government decided to lift some COVID-19 restrictions. On Monday the 2nd, authorities decided that citizens will no longer have to wear face masks in schools and other public spaces. People will only be required to wear masks on public transport and medical facilities. As you know, Georgia reports COVID updates on a daily basis. Starting from next week, they will only do it weekly on Tuesdays. This week, two earthquakes hit the country on the evening of Sunday, the 1st of May. An earthquake magnitude of 4.5 hit Tbilisi. The epicenter was 100 kilometers south of the city. Two days later, on the morning of Thursday, the 4th, a 3.7 earthquake struck the Mopartli region. Interesting factoid, the most powerful earthquake ever recorded in Georgia was in 1991, measuring 7 on the Richter scale. Moving on to some sports news. On Sunday, the 1st of May, Georgian wrestler Luka Maisuradze won a gold medal at the European Judo Championship in Bulgaria. Maisuradze defeated Serbian wrestler Darko Brasovic in the final of the 90 kilogram category. We will close today's show by telling you about two upcoming public holidays. On the 9th of May, Victory Day will be celebrated. Country celebrates victory over Nazi Germany on that day. Georgia recognized the holiday officially in 1991, once it became independent from the Soviet Union. Another public holiday is the 12th of May, which is St. Andrew's Day. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to our ad-free updates, and they will continue to be ad-free if you recommend us to your friends. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at rorschach.com. Nachvamdis. Nachvamdis.